What does fraud look like in iOS 14 with SKAD Network? Welcome to Growth Masterminds. Today, we're chatting with Jonathan Kamornik. He's the head of fraud prevention at Singular about fraud in iOS 14. In brief, we're chatting about whether fraud is even possible. And if so, what kind of fraud can happen if you're using SK Ad Network? We're also going to chat about how to protect yourself against app install fraud by implementing Singular Scan, Singular Solution for SK Ad Network. Jonathan, welcome. Hi, John. It's great being here and discussing this fascinating topic with you. <laughs> Excellent. Great to have you. Let's set the stage here iOS 14 is here. It's arrived. It's on my phone. It's on your phone. But its new privacy protections aren't fully active yet, correct? That's correct. It was supposed to have been shipped in iOS 14 about a month ago. But since the industry wasn't ready, Apple started trying to postpone the launch to the start of uh, 2021. Right, right. Sometime in 2021. We don't know exactly when. Maybe early, maybe a little later as well. But coming soon in any case. At a certain level, you would think that SK Ad Network would be fraud-free. After all, installs are cryptographically signed by Apple. But you and your team have uncovered a couple of issues, correct? That's true. So SK Ad Network 2.0 includes a cryptographic signature that enables validation of the data and basically prevents fraudulent actors from forging and faking SKN network notifications, but there are still some problems there. First and foremost, the post-install conversion values are not included in that signed data. On top of that, country and geolocation isn't encoded in there. And finally, just validating the signature isn't as straightforward as you might think. Let's go into each of those challenges a little deeper. Uh, let's start with the post-install conversions, right? We're talking about somebody who's installed an app and, you know, they've done something. They've maybe purchased something. They've engaged. They've completed a level, whatever. It's something post-install that they've converted. And there's data in that being sent by Apple in SK Ad Network. But what's the challenge here? You said that part's not cryptographically signed? That's correct. So let's take a step back and you have given examples to people making different actions in the app. So SK Network 2.0 includes a six bit uh, value, which is called the, the conversion value. And uh, that value can be updated by the advertiser app to reflect the value of the users incoming from the specific ad network or specific campaign. And that's embedded into the SK Network notification. So you can get a notification saying, an install coming from this ad network in this campaign and even from a specific publisher got in a user that's, you know, is as a score of 100. <laughs> and, uh, and those scores could, could be what advertisers basically optimize to. So the higher the score, the better the user, for example. Now, th this specific conversion value, these scores, are not a part, are not signed in the SK network notification, which means that even if they are changed, the authentication of the SK network postback would still go through. It's still valid. The signature mm -hmm. is still valid. Mm -hmm. And uh, since SK network notifications arrived first at the network and only then being shared with 
and the advertisers or MMPs, a, a fraudulent actor or fraudulent network could possibly change those values without anyone knowing. Yeah, exactly. The second thing you mentioned was country codes, right? Location. You know, maybe you're looking for users in the United Kingdom and you get Uzbekistan or something like that. What's the challenge there? So SK network notification are coming from the device itself, which means that the metadata itself incorporate very some very unique values for that are worth quite a bit to advertisers, such as geolocation which can be derived from the IP. But since the SKI network notifications go to the network first, the network could basically report whichever geolocation it wants to report, since this value is a part of the metadata and not the notification itself. It's again, not a part of the data that's being signed and validated using the signature. And of course, users in Uzbekistan might be a lot cheaper than users in the US or the UK or something like that. So of course, it could be some arbitrage going on there by fraudsters. So that's the post-install conversion values in the country codes. But I think as we were chatting earlier, you also mentioned that validating the signature isn't enough, right? Somebody could just replay the same post back over and over again. Is that correct? It is. So let's try to uh, simplify it and maybe maybe give an example. Let's say that you want to incentivize your kid to do well in exams in school. And you told them that you would give them uh, some sort of prize for each exam in which they get an A score. Now, the school doesn't put any date on those, <laughs> on those exams, right? They just stamp them with an A. And you know that your kid can't, can't fake that specific stamp. So they would bring you an A-graded test and you, will, you would obviously be happy and you would give them whatever prize you, you promised them. But then they can basically bring the same test and let's be honest, you didn't really read the, the whole thing so you can't <laughs> tell the same thing. It's not dated. And so you would give them the prize again, and they can repeat it as many times as you want. Yes. Now, obviously, your memory is not that short. <laughs> so maybe that wouldn't specifically work. But maybe they brought you an exam from six months ago, mm -hmm. or maybe from a year or two back, and they could still use the same exam because the stamp, the A, is still A. It's still a correctly graded exam. Yes. Only it's not dated. You have no yes. way to know that it's recent. Yes. And so one of the things, and an SK network is exactly the same. Apple basically tells you, gives you some sort, gives the student, the ad network, some notification saying, woohoo, you received uh, an install. And it enables you, it provides a signature that enables you to, to validate that. And then as an advertiser, if you want to double check your network, you would ask them for those notifications. But that network could provide the same notification over and over, and over again. And maybe, yeah. maybe they would not do it you know, as blatantly. Maybe they would just replay those uh, six months later. Mm -hmm. Or maybe use some old ones to augment 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they're mm-hmm. new ones. Just add 10%, 15% in there, something like that. So it's just a little bit better. Exactly. We've yeah. seen that in the past. And, and so you have to check everything versus any new such notification and signature that you get against everything that you've received in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any other potential sources of fraud with SKI network as well? I mean, we've talked about geolocation, we've talked about the post install conversion values and also just replaying those postbacks again and again. What about fake traffic, fake users, device farms, or maybe even fake devices simulated in software? Are those still issues as well? So this is a great question. And I think that one thing that's worth considering is that even if we're starting to run with SK Network, it's not that everything is going to be SK Network based. For example, you might try, some advertisers might try to measure their ad networks and channels by doing some incrementality testing or maybe just checking what's the lift when running a specific campaign. And those would still be open to the more traditional types of ad fraud. So mm-hmm. for example, bots and, uh, and fake insoles. Mm-hmm. Another type of fraud that we might run into is incentivized ads and ad campaigns that register against the SK network endpoints at Apple but aren't really driving the users. Mm-hmm. So basically they're trying to get the to get credit for organic users. So what's the solution here? You've got singular scan and also what you call secure scan. What's that look like? How's that work? And how does that protect you? So singular would validate all the signatures and all of the SK network notifications for its customers. But as we've said, some of this data can be changed along the way and we wouldn't have a good way of knowing if we just received the postbacks from the networks which means that we want to be closer to the source we want to be closer to the device that sends out the postbacks because the closer we are to the device the less opportunities there are for ad networks to change that now the problem is that as ad network notifications can only be sent to one destination which is the network So that's the challenge that we've been facing. And I think one of the very innovative and cool solution that we came up with is to actually use some features in uh, HTTP, specifically uh, 307 redirect, which is a way for an endpoint, for example, for a network endpoint to tell a device, oh, uh, actually send that to someplace else as well. Now, networks that support that integration can redirect postbacks that they receive for SKI network and ask them to be sent to Singular as well. That means that Singular would get the postback directly from the device without the information being changed along the way. Yeah. It's pretty amazing, honestly, because we're that's essentially using two-decade, maybe even three-decade-old technology in the HTTP protocol, which governs how the internet works, to do a 307 redirect and rebroadcast the exact same unchanged postback. Pretty impressive. It is. Now, there are some challenges there as well. And 
we are working with ad networks and partners to to implement that, but we do believe that this solution would provide better security and better trust in ASCA network for advertisers. Excellent. So let's talk about the benefits then. Uh, if somebody implements SecureScan and Singular's SKI network solution, uh, will there be less fraud? Will there be the same amount when there's iOS 14, when Apple's fully transitioned to making IDFA opt-in? Will there be more fraud? Uh, what's that look like to you? So I'm not an Oracle. I can't, uh, I can't predict the future. Come on, we need the crystal ball. Uh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you... You could expect lower amounts of fraud coming in 2021. Still, we do know that fraudsters uh, are very capable and they will look for new ways to abuse and hijack the system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we need to stay, as, as an industry, we need to stay vigilant and we need to find those cases. And just as an example, just about a month ago, Sneak.io, a security company, unraveled a new ad network, ad install fraud campaign that was supposed to have been impossible in iOS. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, I wouldn't say fraud is impossible right now. I would say that it will become significantly tougher and harder to perform especially if the advertisers take the correct measure, implement the correct signature checking, validate, use 307 uh, redirects to validate, to get the data as close to the device as possible mm-hmm. and continue being cautious. Yep, yep. So is there anything singular customers need to do to take advantage of these new capabilities for fraud protection in iOS 14 with SKI network? So singular is taking care of most of it, but make sure to integrate with our latest SDK and make sure to ask your partners to support secure scan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. And what about any uh, other mobile marketers who maybe aren't seeing their customers right now? What do they have to do? How can they learn more? So feel free to pop into our website, read our blog, and ask for a demo. We can uh, walk you through the different features and talk to you in depth about them. Excellent. Yontan, thank you so much for spending this time and sharing what's going on with fraud in iOS 14 and SKI network and how to avoid it. Thank you very much, John.